You're listening to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Christy Robinson, your host. I'm here to advocate for you, the business owner who's knee deep in the messy middle. If you're tired of feeling stretched, overworked and overwhelmed, you're in the right place. My goal is to help you streamline, systemize and create a strategy that enables you to step from stressed out worker to the boss of your business. Now let's dive into today's episode. Are you a mum in business? Do you find it hard to juggle the role of parent against running and managing your business? Perhaps on a given day, you can feel like you're failing as a mother and as a business owner and not quite successful across either. You are definitely not alone. Ask any business owner who is also a mum. Hello, boss, and thanks for joining me for today's very special conversation. This is episode number eight of the podcast, and I want you to know how much I appreciate you tuning in each week. The success of the podcast has been absolutely mind-blowing, and I am so grateful. So this is another great topic that came from my Instagram community, and I need to be fully upfront before we go any further. In no way is my way the right way. This is a deeply personal topic. Only you get to define the benchmarks for success, always, not just as a parent, but also as a business owner, but none more so than when it comes to your family. There's no right or wrong way when it comes to balancing parenthood and business. With all that said, my intention here today is to share my experiences. It's another one of those conversations as if we're sitting down in a cafe and having a chat, although you've probably noticed I have a pretty raspy voice and I haven't been feeling very well, so it's pretty unlikely we'd be in a cafe at this point, more likely on Zoom, but hey, that's semantics. So parenting in the modern era and in particular motherhood has become synonymous with feelings of guilt and judgment and yes, the F word failure, regardless of whether you work or whether you have your own business or whether you're a stay at home mum, you are probably feeling somewhat weighed down by societal pressures. And I get it because I did too for many years. And my journey of balancing motherhood and running a business begun over a decade ago. So I thought I would start with a backstory of where it all began, just to give context to my experience. And then I thought I would share seven insights that I have when it comes to juggling parenthood and running a business. Let's begin with my story. So back in 2009, I'd been trying to fall pregnant for close to a year and I wasn't sure whether parenthood was going to be something that was part of my journey. And so I decided to give up my corporate job and focus on moving my life forward by way of beginning my first business, whilst in the background continuing to try and fall pregnant. Anyway, we were moving forward, signing the lease, uh, getting everything going. And then about two months after signing the lease, I found out that I was pregnant with my daughter. And at that point, we'd already invested so much into the business in terms of design, fit out, the lease, uh, branding and all of the things that we made a conscious decision to continue 
with the business alongside obviously raising a family. And so it was a hard time. I'm not going to lie. That whole business was definitely not conducive to raising a family. And whilst it was such a difficult time in my life. I don't take anything back. It really shaped my experience coming into this business because I just didn't want things to be as they were then. So uh, just to paint a little bit of a picture, you know, the pregnancy was extremely stressful, not the pregnancy itself, but trying to do all of the things, launch the shop, get the fit out done, battling with council, all of the things, launching when we were about five months pregnant and then getting things going. I was working in the shop, you know, eight hours a day, nine hours a day on my feet right up until the day that I had my baby. And I didn't even know how I was going to manage it all when she was born. And it was really hard. When she was born, I was in the maternity suite, ordering stock. The day after getting out of hospital, we were in the store, getting photos taken for Sydney Morning Herald, you know, juggling stuff. I had a huge amount of responsibility. I had a team of people that were reliant on shifts and that I needed to pay. I needed, I had suppliers that I needed to pay. It was all a big balance and it really needed me in the business, like the full six days a week. And that was hard trying to navigate that and being a new mum. And I remember sitting at my mother's group and looking at around the room and and the biggest worries that everybody had, or so it seemed to me, you never really know, of course, was, you know, how their babies were sleeping and, you know, feeding and all of those things. And yet for me, I was really torn between my business and, you know, having a baby and trying to navigate all of those things. And what I remember so much from that time is feeling underneath my business. And and I use that to describe how you might be feeling, but I felt really underneath my business and that I just didn't have any semblance of control. Anyway, I found a rhythm invariably throughout the process, but then, you know, it was a constant struggle. And it's different because it was a bricks and mortar business compared to an online business. But as I said in the very beginning, this experience completely shaped the way that I wanted to run this business now. In the end, we wanted to have a second child and we knew that it wasn't possible to do that in this environment and for me to be working six days a week. I didn't want to go through that again. And so we had a decision to make that either we continue down this path with just one child and managing that unsustainability element of it or that we were to sell the shop and move on with our life. And that's exactly what we did. We sold the shop to one of our team members and she went on to continue the business in her own way. And it was so wonderful to see that. But that experience just made me feel like I was either failing at business or I was failing as a parent. I never felt truly successful in either element of my life. And It took a long time to really undo the damage for me mentally when it came to that period of my life. As I said, I wouldn't change it because I really wouldn't have this business. I wouldn't be so driven to help other business owners to build sustainability so that they can have a lifestyle that works for them as well as a successful business. So there's the backstory. 
And I hope that that gives you a little bit of insight into my history. And that really was such a long time ago now, but it still is a big part of where I've come from and why I do what I do. So with that context, (laughs) I thought I would share with you the seven insights that I have for juggling parenthood and a business. So the first one, I kind of touched on this in the beginning, is that you get to define or I get to define my own version of success when it comes to business and also parenting. There is so much judgment out there when it comes to business and also parenting. And I think it's really important that you always stay true to who you are and what's important to you and really align yourself to your own value system and also your own end goal, I suppose. So how I do that is a couple of different ways. The first thing is, is that it's really important for me that my husband and I are on the same page. My husband works full time. He has a a big job and I have the business and I manage my business and largely our home as well. Now, I'm not saying that this is the right way or that you should be doing it this way, but rather this is how we've structured things. And so what that means is is that when I am making decisions in what I want to do inside my business, I link that back into our whole family purpose and how that all ties into how we want to raise our our kids and um, what capacity that I have to be able to toggle between being a mum and running my business. So making big decisions in my business is always framed with that context of how does this fit into our family life as much as how does this fit into the strategy of my business. So earlier this year, my husband and I sat down and we talked about what we want for our family, what we want for our future and how that is interlinked with his work and my business. And so I really think that when you bring it together as one, for me, that has so much power and it just feels like there's so much synergy or so much more synergy between my family and my business. So that's the first one. The second one is how I structure my business. And I think it's really important that my business is congruent with my current season of life. And for me, my children are both school age children. And so that means that I work my business in school hours and I try and limit the stress that I have on myself so that when I do have them after school, I am not stressed out to the eyeballs and I'm looking at them, but I don't, you know, have anything behind that. I'm not connecting with them. So for me, that means that I don't do stressful launches. I have a sales engine in my business that I attract my ideal client through my content marketing. And that works for me. I get constant leads through Instagram and hoping obviously here on the podcast as well, but it means that I'm not reliant on showing up, working around the clock for five days as I'm launching a program. So that's the second one, which is structuring my business. The third one is being super intentional about letting go of guilt. I can't do everything. I can't be everything. And I have to be okay with the sacrifices that I make on both sides of the fence. And I do make sacrifices in my business and I do make sacrifices on my family life. 
So what I mean by that is, is that I try and get to all the things that I can for my kids, but I can't get to everything. So I missed two of my daughters. She ran for zones for districts and I didn't get to either of them because they fell on days where I was on coaching calls. And that's non-negotiable. That is my number one priority is, is my clients within my business. And that means that I couldn't step away from that and nor do I want to. On the flip side, I really try and respect those boundaries of when I do have my children at home with me that I am not face into the laptop and ignoring them. Does that mean that I never work when they're home? Absolutely not. That does not mean that. But it means that I do prioritize time where I am with them outside of school hours. And number four, kind of piggybacks on with this is when it comes to prioritization is prioritizing yourself. So for me, I find that I get way off balance when I don't have any space for me. And I know you've heard this a million times, but it really does come back to the aircraft messages of put the oxygen mask on first. And I don't mean that you need to have days and days and days just for you, but having something that is only for you that does not pertain to your business nor your family. So for me, if you follow my Instagram stories, you'll know that I love being in our local reserve That is my grounding. That is my space. That is where I connect with me. And that doesn't normally have anything to do with anybody else. So it might be that you go to yoga three mornings a week. It might be that you meditate. It might be that you journal. Whatever it is, you need something that is only for you and not for your business or for your family. And just on this topic, I think it's really easy to lose ourselves as as mothers, as business owners, because we just end up with so many different priorities in front of us. So that's why I think separating ourselves for short periods of time um, in whatever capacity works for you is, is really so darn important. Number five is discipline and structure. I grew up in an army household. My dad was in the army when I was little and my mum had four children and she also worked full time for as long as I can remember. And so our house was run like a tight ship, which is good because if I didn't grow up in a house like that, I think my natural nature would have been a little bit more freestyle than what I am these days. But having that structure and those systems was so important little things like growing up, making my bed every single day. I still do that. And also, you know, have flowed that onto my children. That aside, I really truly believe that systems and processes are really important to avoid that spinning of the wheels. When you've only got 20 or 25 hours a week to work on your business, I can't be wasting time doing things that a system can do for me. I can't waste time thinking about things that I should be all over. And that's why processes are so important. I also need to ensure that my calendar is managed really well. So I map out my calendar in such a way that really maximizes the time that I'm available in my business so that it doesn't overflow into my family time. That said, I am human and sometimes I need to work on the weekends and whatnot, and that's okay too. But the norm is, is that I have a really good flow in my business so that I can manage everything within the time constraints that I've got. 
Okay, number six is about getting support both on your family side and also in your business. As I mentioned earlier, my children are now school age. They're both in school. Willow is 10 and a half, I think, and Zeke is coming up to eight. So they have different needs from me in terms of uh, access and availability to me to what they had, obviously, when they were babies and toddlers. When they were a lot younger, we needed to invest in a lot more support for them by way of daycare and also au pairs and nannies and things like that. Whereas now I tend to get blocks of time of support for them. And that really consists over the school holidays. My parents live in the same city as me. As of 2019, when we moved from Brisbane to Sydney, I now have access to their help on the school holidays. They're both retired. And I'm so grateful that I have that. I didn't always have that though. So having support in your on the home side of things is really important. And if you don't have that support, it's also essential that you recognize and acknowledge what your capacity is and what your availability is, especially when you're seeing other people being able to do all sorts of things in their business that may not have the same time constraints that you have. So having support on the family side is really important. And then also on the business side, if you're at a point where your business is generating enough profit that you can afford to invest in support, go back and check out last week's episode where I talk about about that too, because outsourcing and getting help in your business allows you to go further faster. So that can also move you forward whilst being able to manage your family on the outside. The next one is kind of funny because there would have been a point in my life where I never would have said that this is something that I've got nailed. And you never have everything fully nailed, of course. I'm very aware of that. But I feel like I've come such a long way in this one is honoring my boundaries. Uh, As I said, haven't always been good at it. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to episode number five is overworking, hurting you and your business, please do go check that out. I share my story around burnout on that one and my key insights on this particular topic. But um, when it comes to boundaries, I'm really, really cognizant of the time that I have and my capacity and try and stick within that. So not only my boundaries with my clients, which they're all very aware of what that looks like, but also from me, I have to create boundaries for myself because I am ambitious, as I'm sure you are too. And I can want to go hard after things that I really want, but I need to be strategic in my business, not only from a business perspective, but also from managing my energy, managing my time and knowing that I've got two little kids that I also have to raise. And how does that fit in with not only what's going on in my business, but also what's going on in my family? life. As I said, not always got it right. Don't always have it right still, but it's something that I do feel like I've gotten a lot better with and I'm way more mindful of in 2021 than I was a few years ago. I know I said seven, but I'm going to give you a bonus one. I work to my mind and body. And what I mean by this is that I am fire in the mornings. I am productive. I'm focused. I can get through the work um, early in the day, but come the end of school, I don't really have much left in my tank anyway. So knowing that, that I can get through all of that heavy lifting stuff during school hours really allows me to take my foot off the pedal outside of school hours, which allows me again that balance between motherhood and business. 
My intention with this episode is just to give you some insight into what works for me. By no means is any of this advice for what would work for you, but more just insight. I love it when other people lift the hood and share what's worked for them and I can then interpret that and figure out whether any of it might fit in with my life. The most important thing that you need to remember is that this is your business, this is your life, this is your rules and you get to define success always. So with all of that in mind, I hope you enjoyed our chat. Thank you so much for joining me for this conversation and I can't wait to chat to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review. And if you're not already doing so, connect with me over on Instagram. My handle is Christy Robinson underscore consulting. And listen up. If you're keen to learn more about how I can support you to run your business like a boss, check out the website, christyrobinson.com.au. Thanks again. And I look forward to chatting with you next time.